guys. It's another episode. And we're going to talk about a TV program now that has had two seasons already. And it's going on the theme of domestic abuse and domestic violence. And today it's really snowy where I am. Really, really snowy. So let's have a discussion. Okay. So this um, program is about um, a doctor who was married to this guy and as time went on he he him and his true colors came out and they had lived a life where she thought she knew who he was and she did not know who this guy really was in the marriage and there was a scene where she was wondering about this girl and um, a woman that she thought her husband was having an affair with and it's always those telltale signs that are always there but women or even men just want to brush it aside and ignore them but the sign was she saw a hair on the scarf of her husband and he had been away and she just had this inner inkling and um, what I call your inner voice and you should always listen to it especially to the people who you want in your close circle. Yes, um, this may obviously be a bit more dramatic because it was a TV show and um, she was looking at his scarf and it had some hair on it that obviously was not his or hers. But what it's trying to say is that those small, tiny indications that something is awry and you should never ignore them because ultimately it will tell you the end of the story and which was a disaster for this doctor. She then began searching for the guy's evidence of, you know, is there an affair? Is he saying who he really is to her? And she found out that she had been, he had been having an affair with a woman a lot uh, younger than herself. And eventually it was found out that the woman that he had an affair with was somebody he had chosen because she reminded him of his wife when she was younger. And the doctor eventually showed this picture to the girl who he had an affair with and it was like a spitting image of her. Um, so sometimes you kind of think like, oh, my ex looks like um, me when you're dating. So that was what she was probably thinking in her head, like, oh, I actually do really look like her. And so then the doctor... Um, found out that uh, the 
affair was continuing and he had the kind of a separate bag under his uh like a section under his car boot and that's where he put the phone the other clothing and stuff and also the um that he had brought in her friends into the situation and was keeping that secret from his wife by, you know, messaging this other person um, and details on, so that she would not find out, such as, what was it, she had these so he was going to visit hello everyone who's coming online so he was going to visit that woman he was having an affair with but then another person had messaged him saying oh his wife is um on his trails and so uh, he decided to take a different route that day and it kind of made his wife think a bit crazy like oh he's only actually here to visit his mother but it was because he already knew that she was going to follow him. And that also gives me a reflection into the guy that I was dating, who was not who he said he was. He was not a nice guy. He was not easygoing. He was the complete opposite of that. And his mask, I knew already, I could see through it from the start because I know all the signs and I knew from the start he had done this um dating with lies manipulation and deceit as the um start of it so as the relationship would have gone along it would have these um factors magnified and if anybody is in a relationship where they had those feelings from the start you know how it will turn out. And if you don't already, I'm telling you, that is how it will turn out eventually. And like I said, some women, even his ex was with him for eight years and he called her crazy and it was not that at all because I could see it clear as day. I was awake. He was the one who was making her more crazy with his delusional self, with his gaslighting with his manipulation tactics and being with somebody day in day out like that it's going to affect you uh, mentally and emotionally until you're weakened because that is the what the intent of that person wanted yes it is very toxic it's very very toxic and it can be such a detriment on yourself and then eventually everything else on you will tell you so when I was with that person, my skin was awful. I felt so drained. My energy was always down. I just always had this anxiousness about me and being around that person. Um, there was never any um, accountability, you know, when he made a mistake. And he'd do all these really subtle things that you'd think if you were from the outside, like, oh, it's just, you know, a little thing. Let's just brush it off, which is what I would do if I was my younger, um, very, very naive self. And there was a time when I was making 
some uh, mash and suddenly that day he didn't want to eat it and it had been the exact same way that I made it from previous time but he said there was something wrong with it and it wasn't it was just because of those little subtle things to make you feel like you're worthless and you're devalued and because he knew how much effort I had put into making that and it's those things that you will see that trickle into you and try and destroy your well-being and your mental health if you are very healthy up there. Um, somebody has said, you are a survivor. Glad you escaped the situation. Oh, thank you. Yes. I think I thrived that one because um, the severe manipulation of and the lie that he did at the very end of saying he had done something which he had not done but put me in a bad light and him in a good one was just at the end of the road for him and other women need to know about these people because they are predators they're preying on you to make you weaker so they have you under their control and all they think about isn't love because they don't understand it um, he did need help, but then it was the fact that he didn't think he needed help was the problem. And he is, like another friend said, he is broken and damaged. And his brain is not working. It was corrupt. And eventually, like somebody else said previously on a different episode, he will collapse. Because that is how he is. He's dysfunctional. And it even goes to show in his work because he was trying to blame other people for something that obviously he had played a part in. Because he said there was this spreadsheet where a client could not purchase any more orders in the spreadsheet. And it said it on the external side of the spreadsheet. But when you went into the, um, what is it, kind of functioning of how it would um, come out on the system, if he went into the system um, outside from the external spreadsheet, it wasn't functioning. And that is exactly the same as that guy. On the outside of the surface, it looks like, you know, he can portray this act that it is working, but deep inside, it's like a Pandora's box, you know, it looks really nice on the outside. And then you open it up and all hell is loose inside there. That is that person. He is broken and damaged, like I said. And unless you want to heal yourself or try to fix yourself um, and find techniques and methods that way, you will continue to hurt people in your close relationships and the people around you. So... This is like the show Dr. Foster where eventually she could see who this guy was and um, he just caused a lot of havoc in their life and just like the, um, was it, son that she had, she had to remove him away from his father because he would have been destroyed by him as well 
And if you see the end of the program, which is really sad, actually, the boy didn't want to be around that. He didn't want to be around that kind of home. And not only did she lose what she thought was her husband, because it wasn't, it was just a um, fake portrayal of who he was, but she also lost her son. Mm. I mean, someone here said, nice cake until you bite into it and find raw dough. <laughs> that is exactly it too. It's like the person has not been able to emotionally mature and fully develop so it's like a child within an adult's body and until they're able to push through that level they're always going to be that immature self and they won't be able to do the lifting of the responsibilities of what is coming their way as you grow as an adult which includes having children and um, owning up to your own responsibilities and mistakes, being able to really solve problems as they come and go. Oh, thanks guys, you like the jacket. It's a very houndstooth one, classic pattern. And yes, so that is um, one I recommend to watch, Dr. Foster. It was by this woman, um, the actress in it, as in the main star. She used to be on Coronation Street, if anyone's ever watched that. That's a soap in the UK. And she started from there a long time ago. And just how amazing her acting is now from back then to how she can really go into these roles, which is completely different to um, what she used to play in just a um, daily soap opera. And you don't get that in Oz. You, you can definitely find it online. You can find anything online these days. And so that was the um, TV show that I'm recommending that goes with the whole, you know, domestic abuse um, relation and theme that I'm discussing these few months because... It's even more uh, of a prominent thing now, especially with the whole COVID-19 and people being indoors more often. And you're seeing these people break up because of the cracks that were already there to start with um, and just being more magnified now when you're in closer proximity to somebody and having to spend more time with them to really see um, what's going on with your um, situation and your the person that you're in a romantic relationship with. So um, that is the thing that I'm talking about this um, few months is the whole domestic abuse and domestic um, violence situation because that's where it starts off with. You see these little um, drips of emotional abuse and these signs go into bigger and more severe things if you're, if you're not aware of them. 
So somebody says here, COVID just highlighted the problems that was already there. Yes, they are just underlying there and they just um, are magnified. And who are you in a romantic relationship with? I am not in a romantic relationship with anybody currently. I am single and thank goodness for that. Um, until somebody can fit in with living my best life and we can give each other that life together, then I will consider somebody. Or else I would have been married by now. Um, okay. And he says, someone online says, congrats on being single. Thank you. I'm having a solo party right now. <laughs> okay. Um, so yes, this is um, the series I was talking about, Dr. Foster, and it has, I think, 10 episodes in two seasons all together. And it was just really good um, series to watch. And you could see that just the the lying that he was doing and mythylation in front of her, like she had called him out on the cheating and the kind of lying about it and the gaslighting. But he just stood there and just looked at her and was like, no, I didn't cheat. It's not happening. And she was going insane. She was going crazy because it was obvious that he was doing it and she had everything to showcase that and yet he was still creating a false reality which is what they do they create this thing where they say they do something or something's happened and it's like they don't have a sense of self and they have to make up a fake reality and they want you to play a role in that fake reality Um, so we a question here. Single folks celebrating during COVID, interesting. <laughs> well, if you're single or if you're really in a loving relationship, you know, hats off to everybody. Mm. Well, science and nature points towards humans being about reproduction. Yes, I feel that is part of our main function um, is to do that. But we're talking about also about sustaining and maintaining um, those relationships so that we can bring up happier, healthier and better for the next generation. That's what we're also here for. Um, let's have a look. Oh, this? Men are terrible. They should all be sent to Mars without Mars plants. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Um, <laughs> um there are some um you know terrible people out there. That is very, very true. But I'm talking about being able to create a happier, healthier and better romantic relationship. Because if you're with somebody and living with them or dating them and seeing them quite often and thinking about, you know, long term, that like you're going to be waking up next to this person day in, day out. You want to be able to, you know, know this person and know they have your back and you have theirs. And not like this guy that I was dating, that he 
called it silent warfare and was always thinking about how to destroy someone. And I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who is thinking in his head, oh, I'm in this because I'm out to destroy this woman um, in a romantic relationship. That is not love and that is not how you will ever create a lasting relationship if that is your basis and what you're doing to somebody day in day out um what's it i've been married 21 years but i'm just giving questions and um, what was the questions let's have a look and go into this again um Let's have a look at this. Silence or psychological is just wrong. Though Art of War is a good book. Yes, I've, I know what book you're talking about. And that is a, um, you know, some words of advice on what to do in that situation where you might have to do a battle or a fight um, outside of your um, situation. So what I'm saying is it shouldn't ever be like that with somebody you're romantically involved with. But there are times where um, in different situations outside that you may have to bring those tactics in. And that is okay and that is necessary and that is part of life. There is a song, a thin line between love and hate, it says. Um, yes, and maybe there is, but um, but love should be an easy choice. It should feel like an easy choice. And it should be two people who are really whole of themselves to be able to go into a unit where they both feel whole as well and then make a greater whole. That's what it should be about. And you shouldn't feel like this guy that I was dating, he always had a internal, a visceral um, feeling of jealousy for other people. Um, and if that's you know how he's gonna feel all the time when I'm around him for my successes or if I do something really great, then it would never ever be a good relationship because he's always out to um, pull me down to his lower level. And that's what he was doing. It was always like a stuck position. It was never a let's go higher together, let's progress. It was always, oh, you're, you're feeling a bit low, I'll lift you up. Oh, you feel a bit higher, I'll knock you down. And that is a constant painful um, cycle that you have to go in. It's an abusive cycle if you're not aware of it already. And somebody pulls you in, be nice again, does nice things for you, um, and then knocks you down. And then it's what the term um, they call hoovering. And then they're an asshole to you again. And... They lift you up and they knock you down, lift you up and knock you down. And it's like this cycle that goes around and you have to get out of it because 
um, it's just not good for your mental health. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, Sony says he said he was married for 21 years. Um, but, but we shouldn't be with just one person forever. Um, I, well, that's how my life has turned out. As in, like, I've not had one person who I was dating and in a romantic relationship forever. I have not had that either. Um, people change and he says they don't change together. That is true. Sometimes people change and they progress and they don't um, develop at the same rate or they are just on different levels and the person that they eventually will become are different. So that is time when you have to realise that you have to part ways. Um, but if you are in the same kind of boat, then you should um, be able to develop and grow together. Um, I'm sorry you were hurt, but we are just tiny specks of dust in the <gasps> and you can say that as well, like um it's a bit of a depressing way to say it. But it is um part of life where you go through different kind of experiences. And that was one of them. He says, have a great life. Well have a follow and then have a subscribe and then I will tell you the other kind of parts that I'm going to go through. Um, There's another question. What was the name of the UK band that sang Stop Playing Games With My Heart? Stop Playing Games. Is that a UK? Was it? Was it um, one with Robbie Williams in? Or maybe it just sounds like a, an American band, NSYNC. However, I am not fully sure. Okay. Um, um, Sony says that's because of his past. If we're talking about the guy that I was dating, for sure, he came from a toxic family and that it, he's still in a toxic relationship with his family members because when I was with him, there was just so much going on already and I had not known him that long. But... His mother had started dating a new guy and he was definitely a man-child because he was wanting to put his needs onto the, um, my ex and his brother to tell them how to behave in certain ways for him. And so his mother, who he said didn't want to be alone, kept pushing her son, who she already knew was in a state of depression, and just made it worse for him by putting her needs onto him when obviously he was going through a tough time. And then he, she had apparently pushed him over the edge. And then she called a psych ward or like a mental institution place um, that she put him in. She was the main cause of that. And that's quite messed up. And that was just part of his... Um, background and it I just I'm glad I didn't meet her because it would just been turmoil 
to have to be with somebody who can't really see what they're doing to the people around them, especially your close ones who are you're supposed to love and support and carry through the really hard times together. And that is, you know, the situation with that. And once you're in around that kind of a family life, it will just worsen because they're just all knocking each other down. Mm, it says, it was a good learning experience and that you're happy to share it with the rest of us. Yes, of course. I know people keep saying, like, as somebody else said, like, you know, it sounds like something that I should, it sounds like a film, but really, guys, do you really know the people around you and who are close to you and what they are like? Maybe you think it just sounds like a movie, but do you really know what's going on? That's what I'm saying. Because people might be want, want to be oblivious, which is, I think, a terrible, terrible thing to say. And whoever said it, obviously, was probably a gaslighter when they said ignorance is bliss and it's probably brainwashing the other people around them. But anyway, um, that was that situation. And you've got to also be very wary on who is around the person you're dating, what is going on, and what um, other people close to him like, or her like. And I feel because his friends are a little bit um, less educated, a little bit maybe stupid, but they can't really see through his bullshit. And that is quite saddening if you're friends with somebody you don't really know you know what they're doing to you because i can only imagine that he's gaslighting them a lot too can we ever really know another human being that's a very good question um and i think if you are able to then you should do and see somebody for how they are because like i said the truth always comes out the truth always comes out um, but I am all for having um, those relationships, those romantic relationships where you are loving each other and being able to understand each other and give each other what they need and want together. That is what it's about. And I've just seen another message that's why he chose them as friends because they are too stupid to figure him out well that is yeah probably what it was and also when I met two of them was it I just had always this thing in the back of my mind like these two people weren't really his friends they were his ex's friends and it just was in the back of my mind like he probably Sold them off her because he was just that type of person who would do that. And he kept blaming her all the time and saying she was this crazy person. And maybe she was crazy. Like, was it someone else said their last time crazy to get into the relationship with him? Um, but if you just could see what he was doing day to day, he made her more crazy. The way that he was behaving and the subtle 
tactics he was doing was only just making it worse. And he said that she used to follow him in the car to where he was, um, such as a friend's party or whatever. If you're getting to that level of having to stalk your partner, you know it's over. You know for sure it's over. And there were lots of cracks in there that have now turned into a bloody volcano avalanche now. And that, that was the thing, though, because I did not have that sense of that kind of jealousy or stalkerish behavior. I remember saying to him one day, um, so where was the car park? And he looked at me like, oh, the car park was near the hospital entrance that he was going to see his brother. In his head, he was thinking, oh, she must be asking about the car park. Um, in case she can go and check me up or somehow um, in the hospital. And that is not what I was asking him about. And he realized it when I was quiet after he said it, because I had asked him, let's get a car park so I can practice my driving. Um, and then you could tell what he was thinking, what he wanted me to think about him. And um, let's go. Let's see. Once you cross that line, then the cracks start to unravel. It was a dead end um, romantic relationship. Anyway, if you see, if you go into one with somebody who's damaged and broken and hasn't felt the need to heal or repair or to um, adjust to previous experiences and to learn from them and grow from them then it's always going to be a dead-end relationship. I can only imagine eight years with that dude because I can't even spend eight weeks with him. So that is the end of that one. Someone says, hey, doctor, you look young to me. <laughs> I am not a doctor, um, though I do have a, what I call um, my one of my sisters. She is a doctor. Um, I never went into, I never wanted to go into a field of like that at all, as in, um, I don't know, a GP or anything or working in a hospital. I just never wanted to do that because I just thought having to see sick people every day, it's just not something I would want to do. Um, but the fact that she's always helping and making people feel better in that way is nice. But I just like to do that a different way. Um, and that includes something that I'm feel really like I feel really strongly about, which is your mental health, your mental well-being, and being able to create better romantic relationships. And you it's not a, a thing that you've given a course on. It's not something that you are taught which should happen, you should have all these because this is the factors on what makes you have those symptoms that maybe make you physically ill. It all begins with the intangibles and that is what needs to be worked on. Um, the cul-de-sac is fast approaching. So what is, so I, I can talk about this in another episode, so just, subscribe or whatever and I will reveal all as we go along 
and no, I'm not a therapist, but I have been said that by a few people that I um sometimes have I have this psychological um conversations that I love to do and I do I really am fascinated by that type of thing but I never went into that at university I went into creative and design and I also love that very much is your sister single and is she on the market she is not she is married I think for about three years now and she used to always say she used to always fight with him at the start, which doesn't sound good, but they are still married. Um, oh, so there's another app. It says haps.tv. Oh, I will have a look at that. Thank you so much for that comment. The intangibles are the only real aspects of life. That is the things that I feel are the most important, you know, your the things you are not able to um, physically touch or physically see. It's all about your energy, um, your time, your well-being, um, everything that makes you who you are, your essence, your characteristics. And so that is um, the episode for today. That I was just relating another program um, to do with domestic abuse and violence. And so, um, the next episode I would do, and we'll follow on from this topic and also going into more of the story on um, how the situation was with the other guy that I had dated and all the signs and um, signals that scream at you, do not be with this person. Um, oh, thanks for those comments. Thanks for another great episode. So have a wonderful day, guys, rest of the day. And I will speak to you soon.